What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Hi there, it's Paul, and you're listening to What the Footy, the podcast that takes football fans behind the scenes. This is the What the Footy podcast. I hope you love it. Not like it, I hope you love it. Download, subscribe, rate and review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school, now it's important. Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that, but then also they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. So in the league, let's just win this to appease the fan. Yes, 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 guys, it's your boy Paul, aka Mr. What the Footy, back with another episode of Paul's Two Cents. This week I thought it'd be amazing to explore the price of football. Being a, a match-going fan, both to home games and away games, for the team that I support, which if you don't know, listen to the other episodes, previous episodes to find that out. Um, but yeah, I just thought I just sort of explore this and sort of go into it. The state of football, the price of football, going to games, watching games, because this I think is a massive, massive discussion and topic point. And I think even more so important, just even looking at the deal that's been struck recently, uh, last month with the MLS and Apple, where over a 10-year period, Apple are paying for exclusive rights over all MLS games in the US. 2.5 billion over those 10 years. They're going to build a streaming service within the Apple TV app. And I just think that we're in a new age now whereby this has to be on the table for, for us fans here in the UK. Like just going into this season, 11 clubs across the Premier League have increased their season ticket prices. And that's, that's not a shock. We typically see a lot of clubs do that. And especially we have to think about the losses that clubs have made over sort of the last few years because of COVID and sort of factoring that in as well. Um, so can sort, can sort of see perhaps the rationale there. Um, looking at things with away games as well. It's good to see the Premier League clubs maintain the 30, 30 pound cap on games. Um, but I think a big issue that we have in football, I haven't been to away games myself, is that especially the 30 pound cap over the last few seasons, this has been really good in my opinion in terms of encouraging fans to want to go to away games and and sort of attend those. But I think a real issue is that a lot of hotel companies and, and train companies use dynamic pricing, which means that when these games get announced, when they're going to be shown and when they're going to take place, shock, the price of hotels and trains go through the roof. And you've heard crazy stories of fans um, even catching a flight to somewhere in, in Europe and then go into to a game because it was just cheaper. Um, and when and when a return flight from, from England to another European country is cheaper than you get on the train from London to Manchester, then there's a real issue. So I think looking at that, looking at season ticket prices being increased, I think the, the most expensive season ticket in the Premier League is sort of just shy of about £2,000. Looking at away games, okay, we have the £30 cap, but dynamic pricing means that hotels and trains cost a lot of money. 
and then you make the decision of do I just do I just drive? And as we know, price of petrol has gone crazy. And even fascinatingly, I was looking at Borussia Dortmund and they do a thing whereby if fans are traveling to the game, their match day ticket enables them to have free transport. And I think that's quite an interesting concept. And then the thing for me that which is the main reason why I want to sort of package all this stuff together is is paying to watch football on TV. So I sort of did a little bit of maths and uh, £67 for a joint BT Sport and Sky package plus £7.99 for Amazon Prime, which over a 12-month period is costing you about £75 a month. Just £900 you're spending over 12 months. So, so you think about from the perspective, like myself, like you're going to, to home games week in, week out, buy a season ticket. You're going up and down the country to go and watch away games. And I love going to away games. Like this season just gone, went to Old Trafford. I went to Anfield. I went to Leicester. So you're travelling up and down the country, going to away games. You're paying for your season ticket. You're paying £900 over 12 months to watch football on TV when you want to watch the amazing football that we have on offer in this country, being able to see teams like City versus United, Liverpool versus City, Tottenham versus Chelsea, these fascinating games we get to see. So you sort of package all those costs together and it's costing you an absolute fortune. And I think the fascinating thing about football, and I've, I've spoken about these sorts of issues previously with guests on the podcast, is I think that with football's a different kind of, I'm going to use the word business because it's a bit of a business. Football is a different sort of business to any other sort of type of business because how many businesses do you know that can continually push the envelope and increase prices and you continue to pay for their their service? Okay, maybe a, a business like Apple, for example. Um, but a lot of the time, I think with football, you can, because we're so loyal, we're so emotional to our football clubs and like right now for example it's pre-season I'm recording this um on a weekend there's no Premier League football on offer and you're kind of going out of your mind and you're having to to find things to do so so we love football in this country and we love being able to go to games and watch football but I think there comes a point where we have to say can we do this in a better way can we do this in a way that gives fans better consumer welfare and I think looking at that Apple, MLS do. I think that's a fantastic deal because MLS fans across all of America can watch one of those games and can pay a Netflix type subscription fee and they get compelling content around those games as well, which I think is something that needs to be on the table. I've debated this before on the podcast with people like Daniel G and Kevin Ryan when they came up and I understand that the business mechanics of it for the Premier League, there's like as Kevin sort of summed up, really, that there's something compelling about having a business whereby, because the, the way in which the Premier League rights are sold on a three-year cycle, there's something compelling that knowing as a business that you're getting X amount of revenue three years before. So there's something compelling about that and, and exciting from a business perspective. Obviously, there's difficulties and issues around the fact that the way football is broadcast to different markets and territories is different. Like if you have the pleasure of watching the CBS, uh, I, I always love seeing the CBS Champions League clips of Michael Richards, Jamie Carragher and Thierry Henry together. And that, that, that sort of broadcasting production is different because that's how American fans like it. Whereas in this country, the way we broadcast and 
sort of have the production is very, very different. So, of course, you have those hurdles, but look at the numbers that I just gave you sort of earlier and thinking about it from, from my perspective as, as a fan as well. I, I just think there's, there's a better way that we can do this and seeing what Apple and the MLS have sort of been able to do together. I think there's definitely a way in which maybe the Premier League doing a joint venture with Amazon who can maybe deliver this and have the expertise to, to sort of deliver a platform where us as fans can pay $10.99 a month, for example, and have all the Premier League games to, to watch. Um, other things like the 3pm blackout, I've spoken about that before in the previous two cents. I even asked uh, Del Vince, who's chairman at Forest Green Rovers in the EFL club, what he thinks about the 3pm blackout. And he's even of the view, considering the fact of the blackout is to encourage fans to to go to games, especially go to sort of VFL and sort of lower league games and sort of non-league games as well. He's even of the view that it's outdated and football's moved on and it's time to change. So I think these conversations are conversations that are needed. And I speak to, to, to friends who live in Canada, for example, and they always make me feel so jealous and envious of the fact that they, they, they have the zone out there and can watch all the Premier League games for for a Netflix type subscription feed. But guys, let me know your thoughts. This is my two cents. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, just some food for thought, I think. I think it's I think it's an interesting thing. I think it's something that we need to have sort of more conversations about. Um, because I think the price of football and going to football is is absolutely astronomical. But I say all this stuff and I say that it's astronomical, but I'm still gonna go to those those home games week in week out yes i am i'm still going to go to the away games and pay for that insanely priced train ticket yes i am am i going to pay to watch football on bt sports sky and amazon yes i am so we're still going to pay this but that doesn't mean that we still shouldn't be able to have a conversation about how can we do things better and and um I think a lot of fans want to explore this and have these conversations. So just some food for thought, guys. Just some food for thought. Don't shoot the messenger. But thank you for listening to today's episode of Pause Two Cents. And let me know your thoughts. Is the price of football? Has it gone silly? What's your thoughts? Let me know, guys. Hit me up. Peace and love every time. Have a lovely and blessed week. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school, now it's a putting off. Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that, but then also they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. Let's just win this to appease the fans.